Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. But who cares? No big deal. They never say that in the movie that the kingdom is Atlantica, do they? They don't? I don't think so. Is that the kingdom's name? Atlantica, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Just like how they don't say the kingdom's name in Tangled, but you figure out through the uh, the expanded, the Tangled expanded universe. Oh, that it's right. Corona. The comic book and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a TV show. Oh. Is, is it but, good? Yeah. It's on Disney Plus. Uh, me and my wife watched it. We loved it. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to check it out. It's before the uh, they get married. It's before the sh- that short. So. Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 Study up on the lore. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go deep. I gotta go deep in that Rapunzel lore. Mm-hmm. You gotta get all the uh, all the extra pieces of lore. So, so what this are we gonna? Is fool- yeah. This is Foolish Morals episode three. Let's do it. What are we talking about tonight? Oh, a couple of things. Tonight is going to be, we're going to be diving deep into overseas. We are going to be hopping across the Atlantic today. Now, I hope you're ready, because we're not going to be talking about just one mansion. We're going to be talking about two mansions. Oh, Two and nice. a half, if you, if you count uh, another, uh, so, another one later on. Down so we're going to reverse Titanic exactly. our ways over to the UK, over, exactly. to, the, over to Europe. Over to, we're, well, we're starting in Europe. Right. So that's. That's going to be where we start. More specifically, when you, in 1992, all right? Okay. Hey, Euro, Euro Disneyland opened under the watchful, cracking voice of Michael Eisner. <laughs> Have you seen that clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disneyland, who there? Oh, it's, it's great. It's, the, it's one of the best opening ceremonies I think Disney's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> So it has all the lands Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom are famous for. It's got Fantasyland, Adventureland, kind of Tomorrowland. It has Discoveryland, which is a completely separate podcast, and Frontierland. Although Disney took a more creative storytelling approach to this version of the Wild West. More storytelling uh, than you would see in the American parks. Right. And it's like, it was like, it feels like it could have been a precursor to Galaxy's Edge with this overarching story. Yeah. Within this whole land. Yeah. Big uh, all the rides. Yeah. It's, it's that Thunder Mesa kind of vibe, right? Right. Yeah. The town yeah. is Thunder Mesa. I actually have the story here. So if we want to get Ooh. some mood lighting going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's want, do it. We want to uh, get some campfire crackling in the background. I've got a clapper. Don't worry. <laughs> we need to bring the clapper <laughs> back. Guys. Wow. That worked. That worked wonderful. <laughs> Wow. I guess, I guess like the modern day clapper is just Alexa, right? <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> yeah. That's still the command to turn the lights off. <laughs> I'm sure you can program an Alexa. That's got to be like, you know, are there apps for Alexas? I don't have one, so I don't know. There should be. I, I, that's, that's our million dollar idea right there is a modern Alexa clapper. Right. So this version of Frontierland would tell the cohesive story of Thunder Mesa. According to the folklore of the local Native American tribes, which inhabited Thunder Mesa, it was the roost of the legendary Thunderbird, which guarded the gold within Big Thunder Mountain from anyone who dared to take it, creating earthquakes with the flaps of its powerful wings. So this must have been a really big bird. Wow. Bigger bigger than Big Bird, probably, I would even say. Right, right, right. And this is, oh, and, and this is, the mansion's adjacent. To, it's kind of like on the edge of this land, right? So the, I, the mansion lore kind of ties into it a little bit. Right. So I was watching a Tony Baxter video earlier of him going through Frontierland, and it was interesting because I never saw it before, but uh, the way Disneyland is set up with New Orleans Square along the banks, and then out in the middle, there you have Tom Sawyer Island. Just switch New Orleans Square to Frontierland and switch Tom Sawyer's uh, Island out for Big Thunder Mountain. And that's it's essentially set up the exact same way as in Disney. Oh, wow. The mansion's okay. in the same spot. So, yeah, you're walking along the banks of the whatever rivers of America this would be in Paris. You get around to 1840. The Thunderbird is probably the rivers of Paris. In, 
the rivers of Paris. We have all the Paris rivers. We have the Seine, the other one. The Zune. Oh, no, that was Microsoft. The Zune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so 1840, the European settlers arrive in the area, uh, searching the lands for precious minerals and other riches. And their search, of course, would soon prove successful because, as we all know, Big Thunder Mountain has a lot of gold in there. And if there's anything these people want, it's gold. Right. It's also got magic birds, though. See, they mention the magic bird in the beginning, but you don't hear from them until later on in the story. Oh, oh, some light teasing, some like expositional some foreshadowing. Teasing. He comes into play for a certain attraction later on. Does he? So he does. The, the Thunderbird is a is a uh, he's sort of the one pulling all the strings of a certain haunted house attraction. Dark Red. Oh, man. OK. Yeah. So, um, where was I? Red Rocks of Big Thunder Mountain. As soon as the word got out, more and more settlers steamed into the area, you know, bringing all their, their wagons and their families, trying to get gold out of the mountain as soon as someone struck, struck the gold vein in the mountain, transforming the serene wilderness into a lively and steadily growing gold rush town. Mm. And that is the beginning of Thunder Mesa, as we know it at Disneyland Paris. This this legend doesn't extend to the other Thunder Thunder Mesa rides, does it? It's just the <sighs> Paris one. I think this is a separate separate continuity because then, like, I the believe... rainbow like ca ca canyons and stuff. Right, you're you're catching on. So you got Rainbow Ridge at Disneyland is the mining town, and right. then it's Tumbleweed at Walt Disney World. Two different towns. Did you know that? Look at my response. Do you think that? <laughs> do you think that this is the response of a man who knew that? This is, this is we're switching gears here from a haunted mansion podcast to a big Thunder Mountain podcast. Uh, foolish miners. Foolish miners. <laughs> that was an E. We yeah, right, we right, right, over right. First episode yeah. was foolish mortals. The last, last one was foolish peg legs, and this one's foolish miners. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, you're totally right. We need to dress up for the next one. You know what, though? What I like about this is what really, really does is show that Imagineers are really interested in storytelling in, in, right. in, 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 with lands that, um, like, every land has a story. That most people are just yeah. like, whew, goes right over their heads. But that, that, that foundation is there to build upon at any time yes. for any of the things that they want to do, which the mansion is a great example of that kind of juxtaposition of all those different lures right i think it started with new orleans square back in uh back in the 60s and i think they definitely took it up a notch with frontierland and then eventually in paris right everything's really connected and then i think the next logical step of that would be uh c from tokyo and then eventually you get to galaxy's edge where everything is just a part of the story i interesting how you skipped right over pandora hmm <laughs> you know what? I don't think about Disney World too often. I'm looking at a map of Disney World right now. But yes, you're right. I did skip over Pandora. I apologize. And is, is not Navi, a Navi Jungle Cruise the haunted mansion of Animal Kingdom? I, I, I will die on this hill that Navi River Journey is the second best attraction at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Right behind Expedition Everest. You know what? what do you I, think I of those you words? know what? I'm not. I don't. I don't have a. I'm. You know what? I don't have a problem with the words you're saying. Is what I'm. Is, is what I was okay. going to say. Because you're. See, you're not wrong. You're not wrong because, um. It is. It's a. It's a fun. It's a fun, unique little gem. I don't. Exactly. I don't hate it. If, it. if it was three minutes longer, it'd be the best ride. Right. Honest. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, if it was yeah. three minutes longer, and it, and if if the budget, if, if if it wasn't a ride that was dependent on whatever was left off of the budget on the other ride, you yeah. know, like if we were gonna do like a full scale Navi dark ride haunted mansion kind of thing, Dude. fully commit, like an eleven minute attraction or something like pirates, put a couple drops in there to, for the kids. You know what? I'm not opposed with just taking the pirates and Walt Disney World and completely turning it into uh, the Navi right. River ride. <laughs> it would make sense. It's an adventure land. You're in the Thick, right. dense jungle anyway. Right. I think that we're on to something. All right, Disney, give us a call. We're here. We'll do it for free. Yellow Shoes, um, call us up. <laughs> yellow Shoes. <laughs> I've never heard them referred to that as before. Uh, well, the, uh, Disney's marketing company is called Yellow Shoes. Oh. They're marketing. Oh, you're talking about the mouse himself. Gotcha. 
No, that's not um, what you think I called Mickey. Hey, what's up, yellow shoes? It's going to be that from now on. Whenever I see Disney, like, oh, that's what he is now, shoes. though. Yeah, 100%. He's, yeah. Not, he's not Mickey anymore in this podcast. He's got old That's a, that's old a foolish shoes. morals exclusive, too. Yep. None of you guys, you can't get that from watching our normal channels. Nope. Now, you under, now you'll understand yellow shoes references. <laughs> <laughs> so, where we were talking about Thunder Mesa. Right, and the connection. Is a gold rush town. The founder of the Thunder Mesa... Oh, I wanted to talk about Rainbow Ridge and Tumbleweed, but that's that's getting off on a whole other tangent. Other point, there's plenty of time later. for that later. Uh, yeah, so the founder of the, of the uh, Thunder Mesa Mining Company, the guy who first struck gold in Big Thunder Mountain, is a man by the name of Henry Ravenswood, where... I mean, try saying that name ten times fast, first of all. Uh, but I don't even remember he, his first name. Henry. 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 Henry Ravenswood. Henry Ravenswood. Henry Ravenswood. Henry Ravenswood. So he got rich and he decided. I'm an old man. Henry Ravenswood. Stantler and Waldo like chanting his name from the rafters. Oh! A Muppets Haunted Mansion movie. You see? I have some strong words about Haunted Mansion Holiday coming up in the next episode, but Muppets Haunted, like a Muppets Haunted Mansion Christmas Carol, that'd be a completely different story. Right, 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 right. I think that that's what the next Muppet movie needs to be. Uh, we have, have we had a spooky Muppets movie? No. Disney said they're making a new Haunted Mansion movie, and they didn't specifically say that it wouldn't include the Muppets. So I think there's and a Chris Evans there. just signed out for a couple more pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Chris Evans as Fozzie the Bear. Uh, <laughs> I was going more along the lines of like <clears throat> Chris Evans is like a Gracie, uh, you know. I was thinking that too, like a ghost host. Where yeah. He's just talk about how he could do this all day as he's letting you into the changing portrait hallway. Because we already paid the money to like make him look old, so we just pulled that CD out of the drive, you know, and put it in the right. computer. And then the red, the red ends with him saying "to infinity and beyond," and then you show a quick little TV. I forgot he's Buzz Lightyear now. He's Buzz now. Oh, yep. he's is Chris Pine <laughs> is is Chris Evans the new Chris Pratt? <laughs> We're just gonna be in everything. <laughs> you know, he said, "I'm done being in all your Marvel movies, but yeah. I'll be in everything else you want me to do." Right. Let's do it. Henry Ravenswood. Um. So he was growing richer and richer over the mining of the gold in the mountain mm. and decided to construct a grand manor on the hill overlooking the sprawling town. Now, uh, the, the mansion, the manor, I should say, in its heyday was a four-story manor painted in white with a red gable roof, and the estate was surrounded, and this is the cue for the ride, by these really, what used to be well-maintained gardens. Uh, as well as marble statues throughout the, the gardens and a family cemetery on the banks of the river, because of course. Question, though, about the timeline here. So, beautiful gardens, huge house, made by this corrupt gold magnate. I, you, I lost me at the family cemetery, because it says it's a family cemetery, right? Yeah. So he had just moved to this town, struck gold, built the house, and he has a family cemetery already set up after, like, for building the house. So is he, like, moving his dead relatives out to bury them in his cemetery? Or he decided to start killing his relatives as soon as the construction was finished. You know, as the story progresses, I think we would find that that's not too out of character for Henry Ravenswood. <laughs> well, Imagineering, Yellow Shoes, give me a call. Give me a Yellow Shoes, give me a call. I love this. <laughs> oh. So, we talked about the queue line. So you would wind through what used to be well-maintained, beautiful gardens that are now overgrown for the queue. Henry would grow older, have a wife, settle down, had to have a daughter named Melanie Ravenswood. A little bit easier to say, I think. Yeah. But... Uh, Henry was a very protective father. He would only let her, he wouldn't let her leave the mansion grounds. She'd just roam the gardens and 
you know, but every at, at some point, every little girl's got to grow up, and she started bringing some boys home to dad, and dad did not appreciate this. Ooh. He he hated every every boy she brought home, and one day she brought home a railroad conductor who promised, because this was a girl, this is essentially, hey, we were talking about Tangled earlier, this is a Rapunzel story, this girl's been trapped in her house her whole life, and she gets engaged to this railroad conductor who plans to whisk her off to the, you know, San Francisco, somewhere, the, the Hollywood, get famous, that sort right, of thing. Right. And Henry was not having any of this. No. Henry did not want her moving. No way! You're anyway. some old miner man, rich, just built a, like a massive estate to essentially lock up his relatives and bury them systematically. <laughs> He's not going to let his daughter go to Hollywood. <laughs> he has plans to bury her soon. Yeah. <laughs> have your plot ready. Yeah, right. She's like, telling this to his like six-year-old daughter. Like, that's where you're going to go one day. Oh, my gosh. Is that dark? We'll continue on. Um, so... The, by the way, we were just talking about Chris Evans, the uh, railroad conductor she was going to marry. His name was Jake Evans, so perhaps there's some uh, relation there. Love uh, some haunted mansion movies starring Chris Evans. <laughs> we're tying this; the strings are coming together. It's one piece at a time, baby. <laughs> I just, mean, the Muppets just... are in Liberty Square, so they're just around the corner. They're they're right there. You're right. Yeah. All it would take, all it would take, is a nice, nicely worded letter to Disney, and I think they could move them down the street a little bit. Right. Or like a petition. Yeah. Because that went so well with Mister Toad, right? I mean, he did get he did end up getting a tombstone. So. Right. 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 And he's in the ride a few times. He is, and Winnie the Pooh. So. <laughs> if you want to, everyone, if you want to sign our petition, put the Muppets in the Haunted Mansion, or at least give Kermit the Frog a tombstone. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love realize it. Realize Kermit the Frog. I would love um, to see little Muppet versions of all the ghosts, though, like the Hatbox ghost. That would be super ghost, cool. Yeah. You know, and the Hitchhiking Ghosts would, and stuff. I'd be on board with who would, that. Who would you cast as the Hitchhiking Ghosts? What three Muppets? Well, that's got to be Fozzie, Gonzo, and Kermit, right? It's right. Gotta be like that's what I was story. thinking, too. Mm -hmm. It's got to be their story. Uh, and uh, and Miss Piggy is um, Constance, right? Right. I'd imagine Miss Piggy would be Constance or the opera singer at the end. Probably Constance because it's more of a starring role. Yeah, and also the aggression towards men would play out pretty nicely. I think <laughs> instead of an axe, she just karate chops you as yeah. you as you. Oh yeah, past. yeah. She beheads you with her little ham fists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're riding through the ballroom and you have Stantler and Waldorf up there to the side cracking jokes. No, well, they're the they're the pistols, the dueling pistol ghosts. Yes. <laughs> it's just their two paintings. And Ralph is the organist, right? Yeah, well that makes sense. Right. That's, that makes that's sense. perfect. That makes sense. Oh, I can and see. And Bunsen and Beaker are the uh they're they're the ones haunting the candela the floating candelabra but through magnetic science. Yeah, it's Muppet, <laughs> it's it's Muppet science haunting. <laughs> Muppet spiritualism. <laughs> what do you think of Leota? Oh. Because um, uh, that would be another good piggy role, but I don't know. No, that's going to be Janice. Janice. Hey, man. I can see <laughs> the future. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Raven. I got one more thing to add okay, to that. Okay, okay. She asks yeah. them to wrap on a table. It's got to be Animal. Wrap it on the table with his drumsticks, right? It's time to respond. Maybe Animal's Maybe Madame Leona. Fine. Maybe Animal's Maybe Madame, Madame, Madame Leona. <laughs> I would love to hear an animalized version of her speech, her, her lines in The Haunted Mansion. Just a lot of screaming, I imagine. Remove all the adjectives and pronouns. <laughs> or the Swedish chef Just, would be a great Madame Leona. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think, yeah. I'm trying to think of, yeah. I We could go on for this for hours. We're yeah. talking about Phantom Manor. We'll, have, um, we'll do a whole Muppet special, a Christmas special about Haunted Mansion one day. We should. Oh, man. Um, so, the year so The guy was going to take away his daughter. And right. Like, you're not taking, you don't take my daughter. You're not taking my daughter. I'm going to bury her. And so, as foretold, by the Native Americans who used to live on the land, the Thunderbird 
by the flapping of his wings, could cause an earthquake. And after the complete depletion of the gold vein in Big Thunder Mountain, as luck would have it, an earthquake struck Thunder Mesa, killing Henry Ravenswood and dropping half of the town into what is now known as Phantom Canyon. Spooky, because there's just, I guess, a bunch of dead people in there, and you don't want to go into Phantom Canyon. Mr. Ravenscroft hollowed out the ground to the point where he made a new Grand Canyon of Doom. His own Grand Canyon, yes. Right, his own little personal Doom Canyon. (laughs) And that's that's incredible. That's incredible. And so it's... Okay, sorry, keep going, keep going. I'm, I'm, so, yeah, I'm, no. I'm, I'm hooked. So this was the Thunderbirds doing, was was destroying the town because he because they had depleted yeah. the gold the gold vein. Don't mess with a Thunderbird, bro. We've all played Pokemon. Right? But as as weddings go, you bury your dad one day, you get married on the next day, right? Mm-hmm. Melanie and her fiancé were just fine, and they were going through with the wedding. It was, they were getting ready, they were going to get married, and she was going to be out of there. Um... But just like as the days leading up to the wedding, you would be able to see shadows out of the corner of your eye and weird people up in the windows of the mansion. Uh, and it, it was said to be the Phantom or Henry Ravenswoods, Henry Ravenswoods, something like that, restless spirit. He had returned from the dead in order to keep Melanie from getting married. Oh, okay, so the so the the lore here is that the Phantom is HRW. That's the that's the that's the running theory. I see, I see. Okay, okay. So, um, the day of the wedding, Melanie's ready. She's standing at the altar, and her husband, Chris Evans, doesn't show up. He doesn't make it to the to the altar. Chris, <laughs> he's too busy recording lines for his Buzz Lightyear spinoff. Melanie begins endlessly searching for him, never to be seen again, wandering the halls of Ravenswood Manor. She's just wandering the halls right. for years and years. And now, Ravenswood Manor is now known, known by the locals as being that spooky street, that spooky house at the end of the street. Right, where a clown lives. every town has. Yeah. Exactly. And so, legend has it, if you're walking by on cold or rainy nights, you can hear Melanie singing, and you can see her walking around the house, followed closely behind by the phantom. You know what we don't. You know what's so funny is we make fun of California Adventure for being a California theme theme park <laughs> in California. In California, what we ended up doing was making an American ghost town themed park in France. In Paris, France. <laughs> in Paris, France. We rebuilt the mountains of America in Paris <laughs> for reasons I know not. Could we just made like a little mini Swiss Alps or something and like had a piece of thin, like, you know, I'm sure they were mining the Alps. So here's the thing again, quoting Tony Baxter, he says that with the haunted mansions in America, they're gothic and overgrown and grand, but. That's what it's like down the street from your house if you're living in Paris, you know? Yeah, that's true, I guess. Yeah. Gothic cemetery. So they went all in on the American West. They wanted to make it bone dry and like something you'd see out of a Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. I guess Disney really is. Disney parks are really about serving up that kind of Americana in, in, a, in a truly unique way. Right. It's, it's even weird in parks that not like... Shanghai, for instance, doesn't have a Main Street in the in the traditional fashion. It's more of a Toontownized version of Main Street. Yeah. It's weird. It's like Toontown and Main Street had a baby. But it's still very much like Americana. Like I'm, my brain is currently really busy trying to think what that baby's name is. To- Toon Street? <laughs> Toon Street. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> Main town or Toon Street? Main Main Town's not good, but Toon Street. No, Toon Street works. Toontown sounds good, but I think that's just what it was called to begin with. It's the two T's right after each other. It makes it roll off the tongue. Toon Street, not as good, but still Toon, pretty good. Toontown USA. Right. Toontown USA? Maybe. Maybe. I still I was Toon Street USA. Toon Street. Well, that sounds like you're gonna whistle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you'd have to be, have, like, the word tune written out in a lot of places. So people get right. the idea. They're like, <laughs> it's like, no whistling, just animation. <laughs> cast members standing as, as you're coming in, they say, you're on Toon Street, no yeah. whistling. Right. And, like, pr- treat this place like you would a theater. Don't whistle. 
<laughs> yeah, don't whistle. It's superstitious to whistle in a theater. Don't yell fire either. Well, I think that that's just, you know, good good common practice. Just not to do I do that, that on Main Street all the time. So Yell I, fire? I've never gotten kicked well, out. Well, you know what? When those Dapper Dans are really cranking, it is fire. That's it's true. Lit. It's lit. It's They're like, singing and I'm screaming, fire's a fire, run! And I want, no one's listening to me. <laughs> this tune, this tune on Tune Street <laughs> is is lit, fire! <laughs> if anybody, for the super hard fans who like rewatch this episode later, they're gonna they're gonna be able to watch our brain slowly put together these our tired brain slowly put these things together. <laughs> Oh, you're you're along for the ride, but when you watch this afterward, you're gonna say like, "How are they getting the How are they getting the yellow shoes lighting a fire on Toon Street?" Yep, yellow okay. shoes. Give us a call. We've got some really great new street names for you. <laughs> this is a podcast about the haunted mansion. <laughs> yeah. Listen, what people don't seem to understand is if we only talk about the haunted mansion, we're gonna be done in about seven episodes. So we for have real. two straight. We have to. We're drawing it out. We're gonna go. We're gonna go for at least three seasons and a movie. I cannot wait for our movie. That's going to be good. Well, we got to get to and, play us. Uh, Chris Evans, for sure, is one and, of us. Yeah, and Chris Pratt, I think. Chris Pratt. So yeah, I can't grow a beard. So probably, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, but a, a good, a good clean-shaven, you know. Chris, that's true. You know no, what, though? Maybe says, you may need a Chris Pine. Speaking of Americana, though, nothing says Americana like a good, clean-shaven Chris Evans. You know what? That's the... That's true. That we, we just need he's, to put him on the twenty dollar bill. You can. It's like he's going to come into town and, uh, you know, make your grandma an apple pie, sit down with you for Thanksgiving, and just talk about the economy, right. but in a very like neutral way. Okay. Okay. Wait. So the Thunderbird killed the old man, and he turned into a <laughs> yeah. and this lady, and then his daughter got married. His daughter almost got married. Almost got married, right? But then the dude, and then she was like. Ah. Yeah, she she started singing. Grim is that Grim the Ghosts. entire lore? Is that like is that like the entire that's the story? That's the story up until when we get there. Because in the Disney attractions, we're a participating character. We're we're a character in the story. So right. we get there and we experience. That's sort of like Act One. Act Two is what we experience while riding the ride. Right, 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 right. Is that how your brain works? Is that how my brain works? Like when you go on a ride, do you think I'm in the story? Do you not? Do you think you're a passive observer? I can see that for most rides. For for lots of rides, I could see you being a passive observer. But right. for the big ones, you're part because flight of passage. You're going into the Avatar program. You're riding a banshee. Right, dinosaur. You're rescuing a dinosaur. Right from Pirates of the Caribbean. This one's a bit more of a stretch. You are on a pirate ship sailing through these caves and into this town and taking part in the siege of uh, right. whatever the town's called. I, well, forgot well, I guess when I'm writing Haunted Mansion, I'm imagining it as one big loop. Right. Like my brain is actively like locked into the fact that it's just a big loop. And like I'm, I'm, I'm tuning into the parts I enjoy and I'm tweeting about the parts I enjoy during the parts right. I don't enjoy. <laughs> Because I can't live so, in the moment. Because I'm a goddamn millennial. <laughs> I'm making sure to be live stream. I'm live streaming while I'm writing. I'm telling people to smash the like button yeah. as we're going through the graveyard. Speaking of really the like buttons, guys, if you're this far in, smash that like button, bro. Smash it. Get the bell. Get the get bell. For notifications. Those. Those. Those will be the. Uh, those are the true foolish mortals. Oh my god. They'll be the yellow shoes. Yeah. Yeah, be you know, yeah, be like our buddy Yellow Shoes. Be a true mort hole and ring that bell. Ring the bell. Set notifications to on. Yeah. Um, but no, you are, and I would say Haunted Mansion, your the ride begins when you enter New Orleans Square. You're walking through you are a character in this world. You're walking right. through New Orleans Square. You stumble upon this old mansion. Uh you're either it's either rainy and dark outside, sometimes it can be, and you're looking to get inside, or you're just drawn inside by whatever, maybe just the look of the mansion. And you are being given a tour by the ghost host of the mansion, your character in the mansion. You're as much of a character of the, as in the Haunted Mansion as Constance Hatchaway or the Hatbox ghost. Right, okay, mind. right, right, right. So, yeah, it's just a very interesting way to look at it. Hmm. 
So for the phantom, go ahead. So so, uh, what are the where did the where does the mansion? Because we're, we're we currently have had now two mansions that look different on the outside, but had a lot of the right. same goo on the inside. How right. much of the original mansion goo is still inside this mansion? Like where where does it fall apart? How does it hold together? Uh, so it's very much. Are you talking about like inspirations for like the physical scenes? I could just talk about like you know, are there the the inverted busts? Is there that right. guy in a coffin trying to escape? Is there a Madame Leota? Like, t- take me through. Right. Talk well, about it. Interesting. You talk about Madame Leota. The Madame Leota room is. 99% the exact same as it is in the States. It's just Madame Leota in her parlor and every other line she speaks it in French. Oh, gotcha. So that's, that's Madame Leota. Yeah, I every other sentence I say in French. If you're hearing me speak in English, that just means you're really good at French. Oh, I was just going to say that like when I'm recording, I stop contractually, but... <laughs> nope, not me. <laughs> I'm multilingual. You know what? If there was a YouTuber friend I had that could speak French, I would assume it'd be you. Oh, you. What did you just say to me? What did you just call me? What did you just call me in French? <laughs> Omelet with cheese, man. Oh, okay. Omelet with cheese. Um, so, uh, yeah, there are very there are lots, lots of different scenes. Uh, most recently, the stretching room was updated in Phantom Manor, Phantom Manor. So there is a stretching room. And we were talking all the way back, if you can remember, in episode one, about the Tingler, if you remember that. Yeah. The Tingler by Vincent Price. And yeah. he was actually the ghost host. In Funny story. They never the used his voice line for the original mansion. For the original man, I guess I should say. They never used uh, Vincent Price's voiceover. They just had him record all the lines and dubbed over with some French guys. So you never heard Vincent Price talk. But they updated it the past couple of years, I think two or three years back. And it's Vincent Price is back. It's all Vincent Price doing the ghost host narration. Boy, how fascinating is that? It's like, so the Americans got the spookiest dude they could to mm-hmm. record the lines and then gave it to a French translator. And they're like, <laughs> which leads me to believe that they just got a regular person to record the lines and they passed right. on to the French translator. And they're like, and we need you to make this spooky. And that just didn't translate for French people. Right. Just like, what? And so That's they spooky. just, they just found some guy that sounded like the first guy. And they're like, right. no, no, no. It's like, no, we need to, how do we tell the French we need it spookier? And they're like, go get Vincent Price and pay him his fee to come in here and read right. this stuff. <laughs> Can we just get Vincent Price in here? Can we, he's recorded the lines. <laughs> That's awesome. So now is it, is it like an English, like French mix? Um, I believe, yeah. So it's like Madame Viona where he'll say one line, Vincent Price will say a line, and then Frenchman number three will say a line. That's pretty great. Vincent Price. Yeah. It's super cool. It adds a bit more, I don't know, historical. Like, it feels more historic because Vincent Price is the horror guy. Right. And what better person to replace Paul Fries than Vincent Price? Like, that's right. ideal. Um, Ideally, maybe someone who's still alive that's also right. so that we can, you know, like, put cool new stuff in it occasionally. Hey, man, with, with AI technology, we'll be able to make our own ghost host spiels any day here. Right. Yeah. Deep fake ghost hosts. Deep fake, deep fake Paul Fries' voice deep. into a. Uh, I make him the Spaceship Earth narrator. I love that ride. Oh my gosh, yes. That would be a great one for him to narrate. Yep. He's got that voice. It'll lull you to sleep and you'll be asleep by the by the, uh, by the Greek tragedy scene. <laughs> and you'll wake up at the end when the screen in front of you turns on, blinds you, because you've just been writing in the dark for the past 10 minutes. Right, 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 right. Maybe when you smell Rome burning. Right. That'll, that knocks me out every time. Does it? That's not a. You need to untrain your brain to fall. If your brain falls asleep, you need to flip that around, bro. You need to wake <laughs> up when you smell a house fire. <laughs> so, that's why I, so that's why I yell fire on Toon Street to Yellow Shoes because I'm ready to go back and take a nap. You know, in the middle of the day. I feel like we. I feel like we're in like a corporate like team building exercise, and we're trying to remember this damn sentence that we keep adding to. <laughs> if we forget something, we'll just improvise. I'm Angela, and I'm uh, uh, ecstatic. No, that doesn't start with an A. <laughs> Angela will come back to you. <laughs> Angela, just gonna circle around. So the name Phantom Manor, in of itself, is very. Uh, 
very unique to Paris because they couldn't call it the Phantom Manor or the Haunted Mansion because it wouldn't translate to multiple languages well. This was the, this was the only European park, still is the only European resort at the time. And so they needed a title for the ride that would translate easily into a bunch of different languages. English, French, German, that sort of thing. So Phantom Manor roughly translates and is spelled and is organized the same way in every in almost every language. So gotcha. Phantom Manor was the one they went to. It was was did the Phantom come first or did like the name and then they decided to like kind of add a phantom into the elements? Because the ride throughs I've seen of it. I could do with with or without the Phantom in terms of like right. the ride. Yeah, I agree. no, I agree with that. He's he's a very, I mean, he's cool, but he's he's very much takes the background to, to Melanie the Bride. Um, right. That's a that's a question for Tony Baxter. I would probably if Which I were a hazard. You got his phone number, don't you? Uh, I could I have one, so I can call him up right now if you want. Let's just turn on the Tony Baxter spotlight. Tony. We got a question about Paris again. <laughs> you guys only ever call me to talk about Disneyland. Let me Paris. just Can you... belly to summon him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just, there's a knock on your door. Yep. It's Tony um, here with three tomatoes from living with the land. Wow. I'm putting, I'm selling these on eBay for a hundred bucks a piece. Mm. I love that ride. I made a video about how that's the best ride ever made. Yeah, and last time you we had the greatest idea ever, which was to lazy river living with yes, the land. Yes, living with the land. Take the ride vehicles out and just give everyone a tube as they walk on. Yeah, someone mentioned that like those that, that those waters like full of electricity and like eels and stuff. Give them a rubber tube. It's a rubber tube. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just put me in a rubber one, and I'll wear so- I'll wear like rubber socks or whatever you have to wear. Right, like, and then older ride, everyone knows. Everyone knows that makes you completely immune to all voltages of electricity. Rubber socks laying in a rubber tube? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could pick the fruits as you go by. Right, 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 right. I think that this is um, a great plan. Yeah, I seriously. Uh, so Phantom Manor. I would say the name probably came first. Okay, yeah, I would assume so, right. And the Phantom was just... It's like, oh, it's called Phantom Manor. We should probably put a phantom right. in here somewhere. Right. Um, and, uh, and they chose to, like, bring a new phantom, like, to Europe. Like, just, yeah. Like, we're going to do our own phantom. Forget the opera. This is the manor. Well, this is actually very heavily inspired by the Phantom of the Opera, too. Oh, okay, good. That's, yeah, very famous uh, musical. Um, right, musical? Yeah. Yeah. Opera. Well, I mean, it's been it's been an opera in movies and books and stuff too, yeah. Right. Um, so for Phantom Manor, Tony Baxter knew that they had they they had this really cool untold story at the time with the bride in the attic of the American mansions. She wasn't Constance Hatchaway at this point. She was the Black Widow bride, you know, mm-hmm. white yeah. pinpoint eyes, very spooky, holding her candles. Super spooky. And there were, yeah, Tony knew there was a story to tell there. So they evolved the bride into Melanie Ravenswood. And the ride became a story all about her. You would follow her all throughout, not just in the attic. Although the attic is very important. Right. Um, you follow her through her wedding day, all the years after, and as she aged into an old woman, and eventually died and became a ghost. Wow. Yeah. So there are pieces of the old haunted mansion in there. Like I mentioned, the stretching room. You have the doom buggies are the same. Um, there's... There's another reference that I'm going to talk about a little later, but the the inverted busts are in the ride as well. I do not know if the guy trying to break out of the coffin is in there, but Leota's in there as well. The ballroom is very, 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 very similar to the American parks. Uh, the only difference is Melanie and the Phantom are standing up on the rafters, I believe. Right. The ride kind of starts off feeling very typical Haunted Mansion. Yes. With a little bit of is, some light spins. Some it light is, spins. yeah. It's very, very Haunted Mansion until you get to the graveyard scene, or in this case, the right. Phantom Canyon scene. Right. When you break out of the house, it, it it is very different. It's a very different scene. They really went crazy with the end of it because it's weird. In the American Mansion, the beginning is creepy and the ending is fun. 
for Phantom Manor, it's very much creepy the whole way through. Yeah, it really is. Because you like even the fun part, like bones and like yeah, bones. They it's like convincing human skeletons. Yeah. Leaping out at you from the walls of a cavern. Yeah. Yeah. And even in like the pirates ride, they only put like three skeletons on that ride. You know what yeah. I mean? This ride has like, you know, there's like, like 40. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's in a bit of an over. Like a, like a basketball team of worth of skeletons. <laughs> yeah. Skeletons <laughs> playing basketball <laughs> in the Matterhorn. I guess that'd be the only I don't place. Know the sports ball enough to like think of a sports team that has a lot of people on it. Right. Uh, basketball. Lakers. That's a sport team. Magics. The Magics, I think. Oh, yeah, because of Disney. I've always thought that was funny. Did you know that? The Orlando Magic. Disney World. What else would they be called? No. Everyone, that is how you break the brain of uh, popular YouTuber Disney Dan. Is No, that's not why. Does Disney okay. own them? I don't think they do. Um, they used to own the Anaheim Ducks, of course, Mighty Ducks, but I don't think they ever owned the Magic. I'm looking this up right now. I need to figure this out. Um, yeah, okay. The name Magic alludes to the area's biggest tourist attraction and economic engine, Walt Disney World, along with its Magic Kingdom. I just don't understand the logic of that. I don't understand the logic <laughs> of we're going to move our basketball team to Florida, call them the Magics, because if there's one thing – Families love it's basketball and Disney World. And Disney World. Have you ever have you ever heard of a little something called the bubble? The wide world of sports complex, Dan? Disney loves basketball. The NBA experience. They took that all of Disney Quest to build this overpriced basketball court at yeah, Disney well, no Springs. Goes there, right? Nobody goes there. That's what I'm trying I to think... say is that there's not a huge crossover. Probably not. Even basketball shaped <laughs> pool at World of Sports. All-Star right. Sports or whatever it's called. That's the closest you get. All you said the All-Star Resorts. Yeah. They were founded in 89, which I believe is close to the year Hollywood Studios opened. Uh, I don't I, I don't have that memorized. I don't have the uh, the year yeah, Hollywood Studios memorized. Okay, so um, we get into the we get outside of the graveyard. Right. And it's it is it like Essentially, instead of like instead of like trees and crows, it starts. We get like sand and cactuses. Sand and cactuses and uh, undead. This is back to the original haunted mansion. There's only a couple zombies. Everyone's a zombie in this one. Right. In this graveyard. Yeah, everyone. There's not is... a whole lot of ghosts. Uh, busted up saloons, and you can see, I believe, in the background, uh, there's a gross, distorted, scary version of Thunder Mountain. Uh, on the backdrop, and you can see in the background of Thunder Mountain the shadow of the Thunderbird that caused all of this to happen in the first... Well, I guess Henry Ravenswood caused all this to happen, but the Thunderbird who caused the earthquake wow. behind Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, as I was alluding to, he's the one pulling the strings this whole time, the Thunderbird. Not Henry Ravenswood, not the Phantom, not Melanie. The Thunderbird, the Thunderbird the entire time. Now, it was when you him. say that the Thunderbird is pulling the strings... Are we saying that the Thunderbird is not just a vengeful god, but instead like a menacing, plotful, vengeful, intelligent? I think he. I th I think it is intelligent. Why else would everybody be coming back as ghosts and zombies? Oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, the bird is punishing us by punishing you by resurrecting you. An immortal. <clears throat> You're uh, you're you're making you drinking at the saloon out. until judgment you're day. Like a zombie, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. Ooh, interesting. So we're assuming that all the skeletons there of of like all the people, all the spirits, and in, in that like you know outdoor graveyard scene are the ones of the, that are the the souls that the bird has taken the lives of. The townspeople who died in the earthquake, or yeah, the souls the bird has taken. Oh right, because the the town. Dropped into the into like the gulch, right? Into the canyon, yeah. The canyon. Oh man, that's interesting. That's fascinating. What a story, right? Yeah. What a story they're telling here. It all ties back. Um, and I guess no, canonically, this is another podcast for another day. Phantom Manor does tie in to it does exist in the same continuity as the other mansions because there are references to the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. 
in Phantom Manor, which connects to, you know, Hightower. Hightower connects to Constance. One of her husbands was the high was a Hightower. So they I guess they do all exist within the same continuity. I wonder if that WandaVision cameo everyone keeps talking about it's just like a hunt is like the Hatbox ghost or something. It's Maybe. it's Albert Falls. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's Wanda. It's a haunted mansion, WandaVision multiverse of madness. Because that's right. essentially what we're getting is this multiverse. We're getting this haunted mansion multiverse of all these different versions of like. <laughs> we didn't even know it. The whole this whole time, the MCU has just been a giant lead up to the haunted mansion movie. This is so incredible. <laughs> and Adam Leonis is the Thanos. Yes, Hatbox Ghosts is all behind it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You see, in the last episode of Wanda Vision, Vision's like, Wanda, I have to show you something. This, this is incredible. Look, they call it the, the 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 biggest wonder of the world, the backside of water. O2H is what they call it. Oh my god. Um, I just so, watched Voltron, man. It's it's worth a rewatch if you've been watching Wanda. I, it recommends it to me every time after I'm done watching Wanda Vision. I think I'm gonna watch it tonight. I know, which is why, like. I've got tired of it recommending it to me constantly. Like, are you trying to like tell me something, Disney Plus? Right, is something uh, happening? You know, and when you rewatch it, you really do get a, a solid picture of like how crazy Wanda is. Actually, you know, it's pretty good. Yeah, and this is now a Wanda Vision podcast. Um, <laughs> Spooky Wanda. We could, we could. There's so much to talk about with that show. Um, so the the graveyard scene is very interesting though because there is a sort of ragtime version of Grim Grinning Ghosts playing. Throughout the whole ride, in fact, it's a more of a cinematic take on Grim Green Ghosts, less of an atmospheric, more, it sounds like you're riding through a movie, more or less. Highly recommend looking up the- Like uh, a great movie ride? Episode. Very, uh, I guess it, it is sort of a great movie ride. <laughs> um, but the graveyard scene, Dan, I think you'll be interested in this, is there is one character in the graveyard scene that is a combination of three very, very popular characters from the American parks. Okay, I'm going to give you one guess. They're very popular theme park exclusive characters from the American parks. Is it the Country Bears? Not Country Bears. Oh. Ha- it's from Haunted Mansion and oh. Journey into Imagination. Do you know where I'm going with this? Oh, you're going to love this. So, the mayor of Ma- uh, Thunder Mesa... Uh, it is voiced by Paul Freese. They use recycled ghost host uh, lines. He says, uh, welcome foolish mortals. Uh, there's no turning back now, that sort of thing as you ride past. He tips his hat and his head comes off with his hat as you ride past, like the hatbox ghost. And the head, the mold of his head is recycled from the Dreamfinder animatronic from Journey to Imagination. You son of a bitch. You there you go. And I'm talking to the Dreamfinder and Figment right now, but he's in there. That's the one place you can kind of still see the Dreamfinder. Look how scared Figment looks right now. He's, wait, wait, his head comes off? What did you say? There's a, whole part, there's a whole part of your ride, Figment, where you talk about horror movies. Come on. You're used to this. Right. You know what's up, buddy. But yeah, isn't that crazy? Three That's characters wild. rolled into one. That's wild. Yeah, so Dreamfinder, Paul Freeze, and Hatbox Ghost. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna as soon as we're done recording this, I'm gonna spend like the next half hour just deep diving into Phantom Manor POVs. <laughs> right. You just you need to figure out just where the cast was taken. You need to find that cast, find the mold for his face, make your own Dreamfinder animatronic. Um, are you familiar with the animatronicons? The, the 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 live action like the live stage show down in Orlando it was like the polar bear Dreamfinder Abraham Lincoln. No, uh, what what I'm looking this up right now. Show. Uh, they did they did one and two. It's it, a, absolutely hilarious. It would blow your mind. You have to watch it. It's oh, not a bunch man. of comedians at a fringe festival, and um, the guy who Jeff Jones comedy is the name of the comedian who wrote it, uh, and he plays Dreamfinder in it. And he has oh. a Dreamfinder costume. And he just recently took one of those like Home Depot Santas. That's like the animatronic yeah. Santas that does this. And he right. took it down and, and re- put his retired Dreamfinder costume on it. What? The red beard on it. You got to go to his Instagram. So now he's like, a, it's, he's got a Dreamfinder Santa <laughs> in his living room. <laughs> it seems like here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it plays one little spark. One little. Oh, he, he, he made it play one little spark. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure he will. 
Wow, that's dude. Now you're giving me ideas because that seems like a, that seems fun. I feel like that's something we could. The show, the the plot of the of the play is it's a play. It's a two. There's two two act plays, comedies, and it's where the animatronics go after the parks close. It's like they're back to their condos to like hang right. out. And so Dreamfinder and Lincoln live together. Uh, and polar bear is uh, the maelstrom polar bear is their like weird neighbor. And um, it's, uh, it's hilarious. It's ass- and, and looks the actors fantastic. all are constantly, there's no fluid motions the entire time they're performing. And they just, they jerk like the animatronics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm looking at a picture of the cast right now. I need to, I need to watch this. You, you will get a tickle out of it. All right. So that is about it for Phantom Manor. I see where we we got a little bit more time to talk though. There's more, there's more I think we could we can talk about here. Um, more well, recycled scenes. Phantom Manor, because right. like because we have done so like Disneyland sing along songs. The Disneyland sing along songs. Uh, um, I love it. There's Disneyland fun, but then they did a Dis- they did Disneyland Paris version of it. Okay. Um, essentially a lot of the same music. I don't, do you know what I'm talking about? The Disney sing-along? I, I do. I used to watch those. It was the best day in elementary school. We walked into class and, and watched them. It was so the best that day. DVD, that DVD that has it, if you go in and pick the French subtitles, it won't just play the same thing in French. It pivots to an entirely different movie that's shot at Euro Disneyland. And it features a whole Phantom Manor alternate version of the grim grinning ghost like you are you messing with me right now it has the whole wedding scene in it and uh, yeah you've got to you've got to watch it you've got to you've got to watch it i'm gonna i'm gonna okay so the animatronicans and phantom manor from the disney sing-along i'm pretty sure on my youtube channel i have a comparison of of the of the two side by side and I'm gonna uh, watch it. you're going to, you're going to love it. But so I always wondered who the, the bride, I always wondered who the bride was. And so in the attic of, have, wait, first off, have you been to D- Paris? Uh, 2020 was going to be the year. Was it, it? It was not, it, it was not meant to be. You know what's so funny? 2020 was, I've been saying for the past three years or so, 2020 was going to be the year I went to Tokyo Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Now that that was supposed to be this year, but I don't see that happening now either. No, but you know what? As soon as I can, I'm going to get over there. I dude. I think we just need to take a mass pilgrimage of vloggers. We just. I think. Right. Nothing better than a group of vloggers walking into Tokyo Disneyland with their cameras out. Right. 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 We should. Right. I'm not even. I don't even consider myself a vlogger, but I would. I'd become one if I went to Tokyo. Not vloggers. We go there just. We just go there to enjoy. I go there and I carry a notebook around and I write down stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, I the, I carry a notebook around too. It's my phone. That's probably yeah. That's probably smarter. I love how I love I, how I'm the old man here and you're the one using a piece of paper. I got my sketch pad in my pocket. I'm drawing guests as they walk past. It's great. You're like a moody teen in a in like uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting on the steps of the Memento Mori gift shop with my art with my art pad, yeah. sketching the mansion. Someone you're like, walks you're in like my life from Gilmore Girls. You're just moody and just you know like lurking around, doodling. I I, I don't speak. I only scoff. I go Ugh. right, right. You're like emo to, uh, Toby Maguire in Spider Man Three. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving people the finger guns because I think that's what cool kids do. Do the, um, do the cast members wear the same uh, kind of like ghost, like uh, uh, manor attire, or are they like wearing like cowboy stuff? They're dressed up in chaps. They got no. Um, it's very, very similar. Different color scheme. Uh, it's purple and sort of like a gold red color. Okay. Uh, is is the Phantom Manor colors, but it's essentially the Haunted Mansion outfit. You can wear a top hat if you want to, but yeah, it's like pur- it's purple and like sort of a gold color. Now, when the when the manor opened, was the Phantom animatronic throughout the whole thing? I like believe so. I believe it's I don't think they like added times. He's in the ballroom scene. He's in like the like he's just like and menacingly cackling the entire time. <laughs> That's all he does. That's all he does is he cackles, and I believe it's Vincent Price's laughter, yes. which insinuates that Vincent Price, the ghost host, is the Phantom. He's oh, oh, oh! I'm looking at this picture of Google right now, and it's 
cast members in Paris holding up happy, uh, it's like 50th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion signs in front of Phantom Manor. I'm wondering if they know they're in the right spot, that they're, that they're in Paris. I'm sure that that was just the Paris team saying happy anniversary happy, yeah. to you guys over there. This is, this is our ancestors. Yes. The Haunted Mansion is 50 years old? Uh, it's actually 51. Man, I hope it doesn't get COVID. I hear that's like the cutoff. Yeah. Uh, so you're 50. That's when you got to work. <laughs> it feels like forever ago. The last time I was on the Haunted Mansion was 2019 during the 50th anniversary celebration. Oh, uh, right. Right, right, right. Yeah. I bet there's Which, some sweet Phantom Manor merch. And the building know, looks really cool. The building looks the really building, cool. I forgot to mention is based off of a building in Nevada City or what is it? Oklahoma. I think it's a Oklahoma City, Nevada, something like that. It's a old um, combined teams. What is this in Toon Street? <laughs> Toon Street. It's the fourth <laughs> ward school in Virginia City, Nevada. So many different city names here. Virginia City, Nevada. Yeah, you know, it's like the guy who discovered it said, "Where well, this is Virginia, right? Virginia City? And the people who are, you know, the Native Americans are like, no. Can't understand you, man. In yeah. Perfect English. That's all I learned. That's all I learned. Leave, leave, please. Could you please leave? <laughs> this is our <laughs> Trying to raise my family, dude. Yeah. It's like, like, you guys cool if I build a Phantom Manor down the street? Yeah. We're going to take it is. It's gonna animate a movie about you guys soon. Uh, it's going to be great. Doesn't gonna sound be, great. It's going to be great. Don't worry, it's going to paint us in a really great picture at the end. <laughs> oh, okay. So the fourth word school is what it sounds like. It's, it's actually a school. And if you look this up, you if you're seeing the visual aid right now on screen, it looks just like Phantom Manor, piece for piece, like the exact same house. Yeah, and it's yeah it, it's funny how the, the first Disneyland like mansion it was like yeah that's kind of like you know that whole you know whatever plantation thing then the second right. one based off of that jim thorpe house really starts to pull the look like really pulls the look in in a lot of ways right this, the phantom manor it's like a clone it's like a brick for brick i guess board for board remake of this, of this the original one over there for all we know yeah i mean you couldn't convince me otherwise because it's funny i was reading the phantom manor back phantom manor backstory and they talk about how it's a whitewashed house with red shingled roofs. And you look at an old picture of the fourth ward school and it's a whitewashed school with red shingled roof. Oh, so okay. I, I feel like it was very intentionally made to just be that building just in Paris. Right. And then the queue is just, gar is just, it's just big overgrown gardens, right? Is there anything cool in the queue? Um, here's a fun fact. Uh, so if you've ever been to Haunted Mansion Holiday, you hear the music box playing outside as you walk past, that sort of music box chime coming from outside the mansion in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is actually a sound bite from Phantom Manor, and it's Melanie Ravenswood, Melanie Ravenswood's music box um, from Phantom Manor that they just kind of moved over because it, it sounded vaguely like the Nightmare Before Christmas, I guess. Oh, interesting. So that sound is originally from, from, uh, from Paris, but they just moved it over to Anaheim. For the, for the heck of it. But is there any, like, kind of fun, um, like, interact, like, any fun, like, statues or, you know, like, the, the, the cues we have for Disneyland and um, and uh, and Florida are, they've got all kinds of fun stuff in it. Yeah, there's it's not really interactive. It does have the tombstones similar to uh, the Haunted Mansion oh, with, all, with like, different French. Imagineers. Yeah, but in French. Right. But not really anything interactive the way that Disney World has uh, interactivity. It's very much very Twilight Zone. It's supposed to feel like you were kind of it's frozen in this time period, where it's very right. it's building some sort of. Uh, now, where does Genie Feet come into? Because because we're in France. We are in France. Does, that, does, that's a very French name. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, exactly. Yeah, Genie Feet has got some pretty. That's as French as you can get. Is he? Does, does he have any influences here? I don't. Paris isn't very pirates influenced, right? I don't think he does. He definitely exists in this timeline because, like I said, the society is a thing very prominently here. But I don't think there are any references to pirates in this version of the mansion. There might be a couple things in the attic, 
there might be like a pirate and admiral uniform or something, but I don't know if there's anything directly uh, relating back to pirates in general because it is, you know, the old west. As a hunting man, I really think that this is going to Paris is worth the pilgrimage, I think, for at least once to do it. That's exactly that's the well, I tell I tell this to my friends all the time. That's the only reason. I I mean, it's not the only reason, but it's the the number one reason I would go to I would go to Paris. Yeah, I think that I think Phantom Man would be the number two reason, because to see that castle, to see the square trees, I want to see square trees. Very, very sleeping beauty. Very. uh, Right. Yeah. And we totally missed out on getting the whole Armageddon experience. I'm still jealous about that. I mean, come on. To feel like you were Bruce Willis? Man, Mom, I want to go to Disneyland. We can go ride Phantom Manor and Pirates of the Caribbean. And my favorite, the Armageddon experience. The Armageddon, Armageddon, the the Bruce Willis experience. (laughs) All right, honey, we'll go meet Tinkerbell and then we can go see Bruce Willis. Yeah, fast pass for Bruce Willis. <clears throat> I yeah, I really and you know what I really love about the Phantom Manor is how they represent it in all the parades. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those, they really love the Phantom Manor out there. And you know what? Good for them, because it's it's it really did make the Haunted Mansion it allowed them for the Haunted Mansion to be their thing out there in right. a unique way. Really allowed that's, them to yeah. be like we have a Haunted Mansion that's ours, baby. It's not just a copy of, you know, with a different face. You know, we, right. we put it's, our own spin on it. It's, and that's why I think what makes Phantom Manor so unique. It's it's like Epcot. You can't get it anywhere else in the world. And it's theirs. It's their haunted mansion. It gives the park a sense of identity, for sure. Yeah, right. So Like if, Disneyland. Um, if, you, if, the, if anyone watching has been there, let us know your stories. Let us know, like, you know, what if you, like, what kind of cool merchandise there was. I want right. to know. If, I want to know, like, if you, if you, like, broke down on the ride. I want to know if it still takes them just as long to get people in wheelchairs on and off as it does in America. Like, I want, I want to know if it's you know, Vincent it's Price giving the safety spiel. Right. Do they let you pour ashes all over that ride because it's France and they just don't care? You know what I mean? Like, is right. That, Everyone's smoking all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is the way to get your ashes in the Hunter Mansion just smoke a cigarette full of your... <laughs> full of your ashes <laughs> i think i i think we i think we have something we need to test when we go to paris because they're i mean like they're always smoking everywhere they go right i mean that's not i'm not i didn't just make that up i don't i i think i could be wrong here i, I could be just talking on my butt here but i think paris is the only park in the world with smoking areas still let's get let's go I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that, though. Let's get some going. Let me know. Then we're going. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't let me know. I want to figure this out for myself when we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was this was great. This was, did we just, do we cover all of Phantom Manor in like an hour? This is incredible. We did. And that's, that's crazy to me because, you know, we can cover all of Disneyland's manor. And I don't call it the manor. All of Disneyland's mansion in an hour, maybe a little bit longer. And Phantom Manor is just so unique. You can talk forever about it. There's some things that I just kind of skipped past. There's right. so and many gonna, things. Yeah, we're gonna dive into those things, and we're gonna circle back and talk about like when they refurbish oh. it, and like when they like we've got history. People, uh, everyone is just like, "How There's are you so much. I guess about the haunted mansion?" It's like, "Well, honey," and you I know earlier, I no just, idea. We probably only had about seven hours worth of material if we didn't be silly. But you know, like, let's be real. There's lots of stuff we can deep dive into. I feel like we, we've recorded, this is episode three. That's like three-ish hours of content. I feel like if we talk about everything we could talk about, we would probably be doing probably four or five hour episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, if if, and if an electric vehicle can't drive that long, we're not going to do a podcast. It, once exactly. electric vehicles can go to four or five hours at a time, then we'll record podcasts for, for four to five hours. But they were going uphill. It's hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just I just watched a YouTube video that says that you can't drive an electric vehicle from, from Denver to Dallas yet. Really? They don't, they don't have enough charging stations. I just learned. That's interesting. It's I'm thinking gap. about getting a Tesla, but now I'm out. That's yeah. I'll send you the That's link. The one thing. I just it was all about how you know batteries and stuff. I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link. Send cool. You. Well, everybody, thank you so much for watching. All you foolish mortals and yellow shoes out there, thank you for watching. <laughs> Hurry back. 
Hurry back. Oh, let's leave. I'm gonna leave them a teaser for this next episode. I mentioned it very briefly. Haunted Mansion Holiday. That's all I'm gonna say. Tune in next time. Hurry back. Can't wait. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Haunted Mansion.